This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Sleeping beauty fades, but dumb is forever. Welcome to Sissy That Pod. My name is Keen, and James is off this week because he is booked and blessed for Pride season. So it's just me, but I'm joined by a super fun guest in the form of Christopher Hall, TikToker, dancer, skit writer, performer, many strings to his bow. The two of us shop it up about the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 7, episode 4, Fairy Tale Justice. It's an improv challenge. It's good fun, actually. I did quite enjoy it. The two of us share our disdain for the robbery of Raja. We see you, Ru. And yeah, we get into it. It's fun. Before we start into the episode, though, just want to say thank you to everyone who gave us a review after I gave it a shout out last week on Spotify. Um, if you didn't get a chance to do it, no problem. Head over there now. Just give us a swipe across. It's star rating. Very easy to do. Just the top of the Spotify feed. And if you don't listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcast reviews, any old review anywhere is much appreciated. And as we said last week, it's a conflicting thing because... You know, to me and James, the reviews don't necessarily mean much to our appreciation of interacting with you guys. We much prefer people interacting on Instagram at Sissy That Pod, but the podcast gods love the review. And uh, if we want to get the podcast out there, reviews tend to be the currency one needs. So, yeah, appreciate it if you could give us a review. But for now, let's get into the episode with Christopher Hall. Chris Hall, thank you so much for joining us today for this episode of Sissy That Pod. We're chatting All-Stars 7. How have you found the season so far? Um, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be chatting with you. Um, I am loving this season. Um, I think it's got, I mean, because obviously it's different, it just has this great, fresh energy. Um, and I have to say, I am a Drag Race fan. I have been feeling a little oversaturated with seasons of late. Um, but this one just feels like a proper, like giving the fans what they want, like winners all together, huge, huge characters, fan favorites. Um, and then with the different format, I think it's great. Yeah, it is very like also seven colon Rue plays nice, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna upset anybody. I'm just gonna sit in the back. Yeah. We're all doing great, darlings. It's all, all fine. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna show up in elf ears and flip flops, and there's not gonna be anything said about it. It's all good. Exactly. <laughs> Who is your favorite out of the cast? Um, so I love Raja um, mm-hmm. from season three to now, and I'm kind of feeling <laughs> I'm not thrilled at the track record <laughs> that she has been handed i feel there's a strange yes. overlooking of raja um because um she has a special place in my heart since season three um i love monet everything monet does um and i'm really enjoying i am really enjoying jinx and i don't and jinx wasn't my favorite when she was on it first time round. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Alaska and I liked Detox um, yeah. from that season. But I, I think Jinx is just like, un, you can't question how, just how like talented she is. She's just yeah. incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and Shay. Shay's just <laughs> a star. Shay, I mean, we'll get you through the episode. Shay's had a very, like, a, I feel a very understated edit so far. It, it's She hasn't really shone the way she often does. 
Yeah, for episode one, the entrance look and the... The runway look. Yeah, and the first win. Right yeah. Start, yeah, I kind of feel that first challenge was a bit of a, like a blank slate. I think everyone did well. No one released Sean particularly, so it's a weird one. Right, and then you're right, especially, I think even, I think it was very clear this episode, it was kind of a bit like, Shay's here obviously doing well because she can't not do well. She's mm-hmm. incredible, but... You're right. There's, there's a, there's a, she's kind of here doing well, but nothing pushing yeah. through. Yeah. No iconic moments as of yet. Yeah. Um, but I suppose we'll get into it in this episode again with her improv performance. But let's jump back to the start. It's it, the queens gather around. You know, they're chatting. Jinx has the plunger. Yeah. I, I do enjoy this con- continuity of the plunger secret, but I don't know what, what the longevity is of it. Monet is going to know now. She's just yeah, going to yeah. be like, what? <laughs> I'm not sure where it's going to go. They're just going to all lie and then be like, oh, actually, there wasn't anything. Yeah, um, exactly. It was, I, I kind of, I do love when like a, a private joke happens and then somebody in real life or on TV, like someone just jumps onto it and just joins in and everyone's like, mm. great. And I, I thought that was really funny when Jinx just came out and, was, and just joined in with the joke. I didn't think that was funny. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it, it is fun. And and at the start of the episode, we get the sort of Vivian is on the I need to win train. And there's only ever two outcomes for that. Either they win the episode or else they never win an episode in their life. And it's exactly that. And I thought, <laughs> okay, this is either Viv's episode or she'll get left in the dust. Yeah, I'm so glad to see Viv do well in this episode because it's somebody I found myself really rooting for because I feel she's just as talented and 100% deserves to be there. But I think it's really evident that she was in her head the first few episodes. Yeah, I definitely think that. I think even though she is, you know, such a star and the first winner of UK, the US franchise is just this huge pool of so many incredible, talented queens. So, and I can imagine the a bit of having a bit of cultural difference and just not quite being, you know, having never been on a American franchise. Um, it has seemed like she's been a bit, um, a little bit in her head, but also I think she's been doing great. I, I, I think I, like, it kind of, but just compared to everyone else, it kind of sometimes falls through the cracks a little bit. Yeah, but, um, I, I kind of feel, and I, I guess if it was Drag Race UK, she'd have the same problem because Rue hosts it. But I kind of feel like, if there was somebody there who could understand her nan, Catherine Tate nan, I think she would have done a lot better at Snatch Game, but Rue couldn't even understand what she was saying. So Exactly, exactly. And I feel the American audiences would have been like, or the majority of would have been like, what are these characters that yeah. she's doing? <laughs> yeah, very strange. So improv challenge this week for fairy tale justice jada and trinity get to choose the teams as they were last week's winners and poor our, our, our gal raja is the last one to be picked which i think is strange because you know snatch game is improv and, and raja was up she's, there she's you know, great the best yeah i think i yeah I, I mean i couldn't believe that but i guess maybe there's like that kind of newer maybe like the newer queens just know each other from their seasons more or they just have that connection a bit more and they just sort of pick up like the Monet Trinity it's all like nine season nine season ten kind of area that they kind of just feel more comfortable in but um no I I, I my heart I, my heart is just like crying for us I'm just like I want you to get your flowers because you deserve all of them you deserve uh, your legendary legend star right? and and more than that like <laughs> and all of them 
I mean, she's getting a lot of fan support, which I guess she is more is. important. She's now getting the underdog, stuff. like the save Russia. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> so we might just get into the first uh, skit for Jersey Justice was the blowing the house down. I can't remember what they called it with Jinx as spare rib. Jada was Twiggly. Evie was BB, the big bad wolf. And then Monet was Hamela Anderson, a great mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Also... Bruno from the pit crew was Officer Cottontail. And I'm beginning to think that the only criteria you need to be part of the pit crew is just to have some sort of humiliation kink or something. Because yeah, really, they that. would put you through all of it. They really do. You just have to grin and bear it. And, and just, you know, with a smile on your face. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> it's just, um, it's mortifying really for them. To be it fair. is. Like, <laughs> I mean, just... he, but he, he did look lovely. So I'm, he I'm did quite... look <laughs> I'm quite happy to, for, him to, for him to be there, as long as he's all right, as long as he's getting a check. Um, yeah, what did you think of the first uh, skit? Who stood out for you? Um, I thought it was great. I thought Jinx, obviously, you can't help. Yeah, she just, as I said, she's just so unquestionably so talented at mm. acting and comedy. Um, and if she didn't play it, when she was like, I'm going to play it, this dumb, you know, valley girl, or, you know, just vapid. It did. It wasn't easy. She still found like nuance, and she still found mm. funny moments in that. And then I thought Jada actually really met Jinx's level mm, when Jada I agree. came out. I thought Jada really bounced off Jinx and and used it to elevate her her performance. Evie, I kind of love that. Like with the Boogeyman and this wolf character, I think we've seen a very different side to Evie's performance, yeah. which has been really cool. Um. And then I think Monet, unfortunately, even though she is my girl, I think came out and just her energy halfway through the sketch, she didn't meet the other three's kind of um, fire a little bit. I think she, what she did was good. I felt it was very serious and she was yeah. taking she was taking her role very seriously, which mm. kind of didn't quite click with what everyone else was doing. Yeah, like it was very tongue in cheek that- all three of them, but she right. came out kind of very serious. And yeah, earnest. like she was in like The Good Wife or something. She was like <laughs> very like... I mean, I'd be feeling that fantasy as well. Exactly. <laughs> I yeah. am Alicia Florick and I'm here to serve. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, like, you know, I think Evie acted really well. Yeah. I'm not sure how well she improved. Like, I don't know how well she reacted to what was thrown at her. Whereas I think she really, she chose her character and she stuck with it and she did a really good job at that. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Whereas, like, Jinx obviously, like, acted well, but it was just pure improv from the start. Like, even, like, when they show later on when she can't close the door behind her, she keeps trying to close the door. The only hams. Like, it was just, like, banger after banger. And didn't she drop... Oh, when, um... The the book! dropped something. She's like, yes, it's book dropping Dropping bad or something. So good. Drop the book shocking. That's it. Drop the book shocking. Shocking. And... It's it's just like how she reacted to things, and even you know I think the classic example is afterwards when her ear falls off, and she was like, "I'm so stressed, I'm falling apart, my ear, yeah, I don't yeah. know what's happening." And Rue talks to her, and she's like, "I'm sorry, I can't hear you. You're gonna have to speak up." Like, yeah, I just thought that was brilliant, and it's classic sort of, yeah, uh, yeah, that sort of reactionary improv stuff. But I agree, I think Jada did a, did a great job, and it's interesting. You know, she seems to be much better when she's bouncing off somebody than on her own, like in Snatch Game. Because if you remember in season twelve, that that um pol- politic channel where she did yeah. look over there, like she was brilliant in that. 
yeah and that's that's totally fine to be better as like an ensemble performer than mm-hmm. a solo performer that's like you know they're two different skill sets and she clearly thrives when she has others around her or someone to yeah. bounce off or someone's energy to kind of mold into um but I actually didn't mind her snatch game this season but it definitely she definitely surprised me this week I was like oh because mm. I, I was I was kind of waiting for Jinx to kind of just stumble to over steal the show yeah. yeah but like even like the way Jada was the first one to introduce this sort of like snort laughing you know, yeah. which I think is a, is a is a natural place to go as a, as a pig humanoid character, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was really impressed with her, and yeah, so it was a shame about Monet. Then the other team were, uh, I think I lost track of the characters here. So Shay was <laughs> was Halle Berry, right? Um, yeah. Vivian was a plethora of different characters. Many, Raja many characters. was was old Granny Riding Hood, and then yeah. Trinity was witch something michelle a witchy energy for sure uh what do you think of this batch i thought it was good i thought it was a stronger four piece um for sure um again kind of i feel shay's character didn't leave much room for comedy or like much room for kind of to really stand out but i thought she did it well and that that character was kind of the jumping off point for everyone else kind of thing. Well, especially for Vivian. Um, I thought Raja was great. I thought her body language was great and her mannerisms and her look was amazing. Like I loved her. I was like, I kept looking at her lips. They just looked so like, um, like just old lady lips. I don't know. They just looked great. The volume was God in them or something. Yeah. 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 Um, And then Trinity's uh, really funny. I don't think she's super talented, like content wise when she's, doing these sketches and stuff yeah but I think she you can't help but find her really funny she's a little bit like Alyssa Edwards in that way like I think most things that come out of Trinity's mouth are just funny because of the way she says them but I feel like sometimes the actual things she says aren't the most maybe creative or most original but like when she just like was walking around she was like I was busy or something and then just like like, (laughs) like two step back and forth I was like why is that funny but it's really funny well, I, th- I think Trinity is a really good actress, but I think she's better at delivering a script than improving, maybe. But because I think she did well in that Sex in the City challenge and also yeah, four right, and yeah. the nine hundred two one ho. But this one, she just seemed to be like, I'm just gonna go out and have fun. Maybe she was like, I'm not going home, so I'm just gonna do whatever the hell I want to just have fun with it. Yeah, well, I think that's what's really nice about this season is because nobody nobody has that pressure of mm. I'm going to go home and I guess because some of them have done it you know three times they've already won yeah obviously they would like to win this one but there's not that I want to snatch that crowd it's my time so it's kind of like it's just kind of this really fun like summer camp but where they're just like all just like doing these challenges and with no it pressure is, it, and, and it is it is uh, the best of world... ability or not it's just like yeah really it's... nice energy it's world-class elite drag summer camp, effectively, is what yeah, it is, which yeah. is great to see. Yeah. So, yeah. Because like, even, no- like, the share choice was strange and, like, why Very she strange. was... Was it, like, the Paso Doble or something she was doing with that? That's that it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was just weird choices, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I didn't know why she was dressed the same as Michelle, but... Yeah, that I was not addressed. I didn't hate it, but <laughs> I'm fine. I guess Very they odd. did the little thing. Did you get that in the store or whatever? She's like, yeah, there was a discount. But yeah, it didn't seem to serve the character really at all. No. I think 
I definitely lost the story with this one more. Like, I guess because the first one is so rooted in Goldilocks, like it's kind of assumed reading that you know what's gone on in the background. Whereas this one was unclear. <laughs> what So Vivian was somebody else, but she was pretending to be a few characters. I, I got a bit lost in this one. Yeah, I thought it... it- at, they kind of were like, wow, Vivian, like all these characters and all this improv and you kept switching it up, this story. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of to the detriment of the story. Didn't yeah. quite know what was going on. Um, <laughs> but again, why not? It, you know, we it's uh, it was very enjoyable. I am enjoying these challenges a lot. I think sometimes the scripts and the challenges can be a little underwhelming sometimes mm. but I thought um it was really strong and I thought as I said it kind of made no sense but everybody was having a good time and doing making me laugh and doing a good job so yeah but I think even the conceit of fairy tale justice is is a brilliant conceit because you've loads of places to go with it like if you, if we were just improving with a troupe and you're given that like there's loads of things you could go with it because everyone knows what a courtroom drama and what you need to hit for that and everyone knows these fairy tale stories so like i thought it was a, it was a, they went they chose a good option with this because some of the things they've chosen in the past are great yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and it's i think anything where you um take like you know classic stories or fables or like you know nursery rhyme ch- childhood um characters and you bring them into like a really um modern more grittier setting it's always going to be funny like you know mm. disney princesses in prison yeah. or anything like that like anything like that like works really well disney princesses in prison right that day i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> you had it here first um, but uh so no i thought it was great and i thought Viv did, did really really well um what was the last one she did oh i thought i thought there was a line about the ginger minge I, th- I enjoyed, where she yeah. was like, yeah, next thing you're going to say, I've got a ginger pussy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That was good. And the, the Scottish accent was great. And then it then she was German. And yeah. And then, then she was American. The Valley Girl or whatever. Yeah. 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 So, no, it was good. I have to say, maybe it's just my OCD or whatever, but I hated the porridge on her face. I really just wanted to I didn't know whether we needed that. Yeah. <laughs> But, it was a choice. It was a yeah, choice. To be uh, fair. You know, she's been eating a lot of breadcrumbs and a lot of porridge. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the main challenge. Uh, after that, then there's like a little mirror moment. We're not really getting, you know, the sob story or the emotional things. It's all just sort of laughing, fun, and kikiing this season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the, the energy is, as as I sort of said, it's kind of just like a you know a summer camp. Nobody's trying to like. Oh, oh no, 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 nobody's trying. They're not, the, the the edit isn't kind of really dramatic or really, um, you know, as you said, with the sob stories or trying to um, crowbar like a, a, a extra storylines in. I think as a viewer, it's just so nice to see so many of these characters back together. So just having them put their makeup on, it's just great. Like I just love seeing all of them put their makeup on because they're all legends. Yeah, <laughs> so. and I do enjoy that, but I do kind of think I I would like a bit of a story. Like it doesn't have to be, you know, my dad hates me when I was growing up, but like, you know, Jinx or Ray or Raven, <laughs> Jinx or Raja. Raja. Oh, <laughs> oh, we oh, nearly dear. got Raven. We oh, nearly dear. got Raven. <laughs> Jinx or Raja. Like I'd love to hear 
kind of maybe stories from them since they've been on the show and like you know touring and what it, what it's like to see that show grow and stuff like or what you rather talk about what it's like to do photo fashion review like yeah i just think that there's there's more stories they could tap into that aren't necessarily you know simon cowell x factor uh, right like hamster died yeah you're right actually that that would be that would be really interesting because i feel they do that on um you know all stars normal all-stars yeah you have like a new version of all-stars so one like normal all-stars yeah they'll say you know since winning or since yeah. being on the show this has happened um like an, i guess an update on how how's evie's health i'd be interested yeah yeah, yeah yeah very true very true i think um they obviously were focused on Monet trying to make that alliance yeah successfully <laughs> they've given uh, up on that now they seem to. um <laughs> But I mean, we have a. Um, I mean, I assume we have a few more weeks because the stars are very um, thinly spread. So uh, yes, I think it's there's twelve weeks. So we, so we we're only about a third of the way. Okay, <laughs> so good. Far, so was, we've got. I was going to say because right now everyone just has one. So it's with, <laughs> yeah, like, apart from our girl Raja and Evie, yeah. yeah, pretty much. But no, that'd um, be nice. Maybe that maybe we'll get that in a, over the next few weeks. Mm. Yeah, hopefully. Um, the judge this week is Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, and I, I was happy to see him back. I know he got a lot of slack when he was on Canada um, as a judge, and he was kind of forced off the internet, and he, then he was dropped from the show. Yeah. Um, so it was good to see him back, and you know, sort of shake off the controversy. And even like when he was there, he was like, uh, you know, it's great to be back. He was in Untucked. I would have liked to hear him talk about that in Untucked, but maybe mm. he just wants to put it behind him. Um, but I was so happy to see him. I was I was very happy to see him. I have to say, when I did watch Canada's Drag Race, I did. I mean, I didn't go online and sure. publicly drag him, but I, I I definitely thought like, oh, I don't think he should say that, and maybe he should say this. And obviously, yeah, it was lockdown, so there was lots of WhatsApp groups who were like, mm. oh my goodness, blah blah blah. blah. Um, and then after it all blew up, and you know, he, he you know he came up and said it was dropped from the show, and you know, it's all like an edit, and it's you, you kind of like re- remember that. It's an edit. It's a TV show. It's fake. Mm. You know, when all the can- Canadian queens, you know, mess, you know, spoke out and and you know posted about how lovely he was and how supportive he was and how it was and you know a bad edit or a villain villain you know a Simon Cowell edit. Yeah. Um, I felt really like foolish and <laughs> it was like, oh, like of course it's not real. Like it's you know it's it's and I felt um, yeah, it was not very nice and felt felt bad for him so it was really nice to see him the smile on his face he is very handsome mm. he and, is very uh, <laughs> handsome and that, that um, and i thought he did great it was um yeah it's very good to see him back yeah definitely and i mean you know i agree i found him frustrating and when we were doing this podcast i said he was <laughs> i found him frustrating but then you see like i felt like it's hard for me not to feel somewhat complicit because yeah okay fine i'm sharing my opinion i'm not sending him hate you know i'm not even tweeting my opinion but like no. You, you find out then you're feeding into this this machine that's like racially driven and it's you know making, yeah absolutely ruining people's careers and then you're like oh crap you know so I feel bad so I'm I hope that he yeah hopefully this doesn't impact him too much I'm glad to see him back yeah on the what's Chikaru's look the blue with the yeah, white hair oh I loved it oh, I, didn't like I see it. from your face you did not but <laughs> I liked the hair didn't love the oh blue. I loved it I just yeah. thought um yeah, it made me go, ooh, as she walked down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, a bit of a hit and miss sometimes, I find it rude. Didn't love this one. Uh, the category was Spikes on the Runway. Up first was 
Jade Essence haul in the black and red leather, black face paint or makeup um, with silver spikes poking through. She was saying it was mm. sort of a Grace Jones inspiration. Mm. Did you enjoy this? The makeup I thought was incredible. Mm. Um, yes. Like absolutely stunning. I thought the uh, look or, you know, the outfit was very Jada, which yes. I think, I, th- I guess maybe because... She, well, this might be a reason because I know she. Well, I think she makes. Well, she made her own. Looks she makes on, a lot of the well, yeah, anyway, so yeah. She makes also. And the boots looked like the same boots she wore last week. So was oh, were they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just put them on again. Rocky yeah. again. Okay, yeah. These ones had red soles though, so maybe they're slightly different. But um, oh, maybe she, she might spray paint them. Yeah. Um, exactly. So I think what's nice is that you get a real sense of a Jada style and a and a and a look that you know if you saw it on a mannequin you'd be like oh I think that's Jada's. Um, so I did love it. It wasn't my favorite, but I did really, really like it. But it was really a very solid effort. And I know virtually nothing about makeup, but I find it fascinating None. how she was. She put on this like black layer and then a white layer, and then she covered her face in white again. And yeah, then yeah. I put more. I was like, God, this is a ma- absolute concoction. witchcraft. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> it is sorcery. It is. No, I thought it was. She looked incredible. Oh, she did. Absolutely. Um, Jinx was up next. Speaking about somebody who has a distinct, uh, you know, you'd pick that out in a mannequin. This sort of Norma Desmond Coella porcupine look. I didn't love this. I thought it looked fit season five. Yeah, I thought it I thought it was fine. Um, at, at first, I didn't think it was very spiky. And then I thought it looked a bit like feathers. And then when she kind of turned around, I was like, oh, no, that's their porcupine. They are porcupine spikes. Um, but I thought the hair was just nice and the sort of mm. the skirt was just nice and uh, yeah i thought it was like a, a fine attempt but it or not attempt <laughs> not me saying it's an attempt when i literally don't <laughs> couldn't I'm, do I'm even, a, right now. <laughs> couldn't do a, like a, a millionth of what they do um I, but i thought it was compared to everyone else it was it was not my it was you know not the best yeah i i, I it was just much- okay I, I feel the same and in terms of like i guess if i saw a porcupine or like a hedgehog i would say they're spiky but yeah. i would not think of that when i think of the spike yeah so i don't know monet was next with her pink pinstripe not pink what are mm. pinstriped uh sewn uh pinstriped suit sewn together with the spiky hats or uh, hat and the mouthpiece and stuff like that i liked this didn't love the boots i can't remember the boots but i loved the look they were like black a... doc martin healy things Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yellow t- laces, I think. Oh yeah, didn't didn't mind them. Loved the the look. Thought I think her fashion is leaps and bounds, bounds. forward each season she comes back. So See, I I struggled with Monet's fashion season also is for. Okay. And I'm not loving it this time. Like, obviously, she did the pit stop for season 14. Yeah. I loved everything she wore on that. I thought it was great. Yeah. But now I don't like this. Like, maybe I only like her when she does the things that are She's really like Monet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or even, like, when she does, like, the big fro, or even it's, like, a, like, check. She'll have, like, a fitted check, you know, yeah, jumpsuit yeah, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that that works really well for her. When she tries to go, I just, I just felt this was slightly ill-fitting. I loved the concept, but it was slightly ill-fitting. It just, it, it definitely wasn't like a ten out of ten. Whereas I feel okay. like when she's doing the pit stop, it's like a ten out of ten. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just weird because I didn't connect with her last time. I'm not connecting her with her runways this time. So I don't know. Maybe I don't know what my issue is. <laughs> I think, I think when she does like street style or she does presenting or you know, um, uh, exchange rate, she does 
I feel that's that kind of style is more the essence of her. Yes. Whereas, like, as a as a queen, she's not a like a, a runway fashion queen first. Mm. She's more of that that lovable best friend Kiki presenter. Mm. So I think maybe I, I kind of agree. You connect with her when she just is dressed like your best mate. Yeah. She's not as going for cocktails as opposed to like a runway look. You kind of think like, oh God, there's Monet on the runway. That's yeah. No, agreed. She's not as like chameleonic as some of the other queens that she can just really change her look and still pull it off in a way that maybe like Jada or Raja or Shay are. Yeah. I see Uh, that. I see that. Evie was up next with her green snakeskin, black alien spike thing. And when I saw that she was basically walking around on point, I was like, wow, the dedication. Pretty amazing. And then when she was stood there for um, judges' critiques, I was like, yeah. <laughs> she this must woman be is in Ill. agony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I liked this. I thought it was very, um, you know, kind of quintessentially Evie Oddly. Mm. Um, I don't know. I, I feel it was something we probably did or saw very similar something on her season or it was very similar to is it Ben de la Creme who did, did like the kind of fly thing like a fly thing on stilts I don't know oh. I, I felt I felt it was a really good look but it didn't feel super original but I know there's been loads yeah. of seasons so not you know it's very hard to be completely original but um, she, it was kind of similar to her kind of her dinosaur look i think that she did with that's the tiny it arms. yeah yeah maybe i'm thinking of that yeah um and i was chatting uh with my friend Lindsay, and she did say to me the black things are basically just stilts with black with like plastic on it and i was like oh yeah once you see that you're like oh yeah the illusion's ruined now yeah yeah <laughs> but as they go as they say like the mug was great like the beat was was Always. really good for evie who, who she's not necessarily known for and it's definitely within the evie wheelhouse so no i did th- i did like this absolutely. yeah Trinity gave us a vampire with a candelabra and a stake through the heart. I did not see the stake the first time until she was getting critiqued. I don't know. I'd, oh, really? Yeah, I don't know how I missed it. Uh, maybe just because it was always head on, I didn't get the 3D effect or something. Right. So I liked it more when I saw the stake. It felt very busy. So like maybe like with the candelabra and the cape and the everything, you just, yeah, missed the stake. It felt... Um, I did like this. I liked the concept. Um I, I I feel it, it was it came across a little bit like Halloweeny, mm. which that maybe I don't know what she could have done to kind of uh, finesse it a little bit so it was kind of less, you know, like Dracula, like kind of comedy Dracula and more mm. kind of um, edgier. But I thought it was like obviously it's, it was super original in the lineup and yeah. different. I did make me laugh. She had the the vampire teeth in, and I feel like there's just no way you can do vampire teeth without like without just like, like losing your it, upper lip. Yeah, like it moving your upper lip and it just looking like you got too much too much in your back. It just reminded me when like, when I went as a vampire to like a sixteen year old Halloween party. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, and actually, the first hour I thought the spikes was the spiky teeth. That's what I thought her interpretation was until I yeah. saw the stake. <laughs> but chatting there, talking like thinking of the concept of like having a spike going through your body, a voodoo doll would have been good if they could get like mm. numerous pins coming through the body. Yeah, that would have been great. Idea. 
if it's not cultural appropriation yeah, yeah. i'm entirely sure uh vivian looked amazing and there's like baby blue face kini with spikes all over and a whip it is a bit it's a bit of a shame that shay two weeks ago gave us a sort of basquiat Catwoman with a whip but yes. i feel like this felt distinct and such a change for viv yeah 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 i i i mean i my eyes widened and lit up when she came on. I just thought the colour was beautiful. The shapes were amazing. She just looked gorgeous. Um, and it felt like after her um, improv, when she came out in this, I was like, okay, cool. She, yeah. she, I, think she's, I think she's done top it. Top two, yeah. <laughs> uh, my top two of the week was Raja. Come I on, like, are you this... joking? This Nintendo Street Fighter unicorn fairy princess warrior. Oh, loved it. Every aspect of it. I just think she walks on air. Whenever she steps in the wrong way, it's just beautiful. And I just thought the colours and the the way it moved and the weapon, the, the big the mace. mace yeah. Um I just think she's she looks like she's been like um drawn by like an art I just think she's beautiful like so beautiful head to toe the hair makeup everything um so my yeah top toot of the week for sure was Raja and I just whatever way it was filmed as well I thought it was like I kind of felt it was casting a spell on me like I felt it was like glittering through the tv or something like like iridescent yeah yeah 100% and even like that that got like iridescent silvery purple cape was just felt so unique and, and it just felt magical yeah yeah, it did, and um, otherworldly. Yes. <laughs> how Top. many? How many? How many more compliments <laughs> yeah. can we give? Get her? the thesaurus out! Come on, yeah. we can keep going. <laughs> Wondrous. Yeah, <laughs> magnificent. <laughs> Uh, now the top boot of the week for me was oh. Shay. I don't know what was going on with this Wakanda sea urchin thing. The spikes seemed to have fallen over. It was kind of like when she did that butterfly on All Stars Five. That you're just uh-huh. like interesting concept, but you know where? Wh- what's the plan, Phil? Like, you yeah, know, what was going on? Um, yeah, I feel this was kind of an example of Shay. I mean, I thought it was a good look and a creative look and executed well I think if if it had been on maybe any other season it would have been like wow look what this is what she's done but I feel it was kind of like Shay doing a great look but just not it not translating or it not reading or it just maybe compared to the other ones you know the other looks it just yeah felt just fell flat a bit I think Evie does kind of I'm uh, being a different creature mm. or, or an alien. I feel Evie does that a little bit better than Shay. Mm. Um, but no, I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought, I mean, you, it, it's mu- it's a much better uh, alien sea urchin than I could do, but I just, <laughs> I, it didn't read, it didn't translate to me. There was much, looks that like I much preferred. Yeah, for sure. I appreciated the makeup. Like that was definitely different for her and like the material looked nice and it was nice and shiny, but I didn't get the spikes and I feel if you're gonna wear something that's so restrictive in your movement, it has to be gag worthy. Like, oh, if you're she not gonna be able... tiny yeah. little feet, I just it was it was yeah. strange. I felt it, I, I just didn't know what she was going for, so I didn't know if it was successful or not. Um, and it was just weird, a weird one for Shay, who's always so spot on with these things. So that brings us to the uh, judges' critiques. <clears throat> so the sort of the top four 
as as per the judges, were Jinx, Evie, Vivian, and Raja. I think that's pretty fair. I think they were the four best. Yeah, Jinx, Eve, yeah, yeah. I thought maybe I thought so. Jada J- would have Jada, been fifth. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that means like yeah, Trinity, Shay and Monet. Shay and Monet. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, Jinx and Viv are the top two. I would agree with that. I thought Raja's look was better than Jinx's look. Which I know, oh, yeah. but I know, it was, so I know it's an improv challenge, but I just, I, I, I have this, there's this, I find this, there's this confusion between, across franchises and across seasons sometimes, mm. what, where the, like how important the runway is compared to how important the challenge is. Yeah. So for me, Raj's look would have, and then like, you know, a, a, an A star look and then a B minus B plus improv compared to maybe an a plus improv from jinx then like a c look look yeah so i i I felt a bit i thought it could have been vivin raja this week um but i'm not mad that jinx got a win because she's Mm. incredible you can't take that away from her but i i sometimes get confused with how you know you know do do people put loads of effort into the runway do we care because is it always based on the maxi challenge or you know, can you save yourself with the look? So that's why I get a little bit of a, a little bit um, conflicted. But um, I was very happy for Viv and um, Jinx. Bravo, as of course. Yeah, it is a good question. I kind of view it as it's a split the difference. I think mm-hmm. when when the main challenge is close, the the runway sways it. So like. In terms of that Jada Raja, who deserves to be in the top four, I would say Raja and Jada did pretty equally in the improv. Right. Raja looked better. Raj gets in the top four, maybe sure. say it like that. Um, but it is also interesting because even if you do really good in the maxi challenges and you just don't have, if the fans don't like your runway, you're not going to win. So yeah. it's like, it doesn't really contribute too much to each individual episode, but overall it can really make or break whether you win. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Which I think it's interesting. Yeah. Um, the lip sync song. Rue has a wealthy back catalogue of these Whitney Houston remixes. These, the, the remixes, and I, I love when, I really love when they choose a song that's clearly from from um, Rue and Michelle's, yeah. like, yeah, like, like, yeah. yes, what, what's it called? Like, the, the, yeah. the, the book of CDs that you open, you exactly. take it and put it in the car. <laughs> exactly. Like, there's there's clearly like a string of, because, you know, when they did the really up to date ones, or, yeah, that, that's that, that's obviously fun. They do Britney or whatever. But then there's clearly this, this 90s, like, time capsule of songs that the two of them just absolutely live their lives when they hear it. Mm. And I, I felt, and I always find that joy when they, when they, when you clearly see, the two of them um and maybe the other judges as well but it's obviously usually those two yeah they have that past when they just c- clearly come alive when they hear these songs so that was really nice to see and i also loved it i've never heard it before but i was like oh this is yeah really? and it was, it feels there was two people on the remix it was jelly bean who's like madonna's ex-boyfriend and producer and then there was like david morales as well so it was like is it a mi- remix of a remix but yeah, yeah. yeah i do love that proper like it's a it's an insight into Rue's Spotify rap show. Yes, so what is exactly that. To. Exactly that. <laughs> uh, now I don't know if you've watched the pit stop this week, but a lot of a lot of the conversation was about the fact that Jada handed the Vivian a xylophone during her lip sync, and mm. that Bob believes that Jinx was furious at this. Did you detect anything like that? No, I didn't. 
No, did I see that? Um, I mean, I saw the xylophone, but I didn't see any sort of anger from Jinx. No, I didn't see that at all. I didn't. I didn't get that at all. Yeah. I mean, is there a difference between doing that and then like pulling a, you know, a wig off or pulling a dress off or like or going to grab? What, what did Silky do? She had like a blow up guitar <laughs> once. Like I don't know if there's much difference. Some, you know, someone could hand it to you, but. Well, I think Bob was saying that that like Jada was helping Vivian win against Jinx, and that they were oh. teaming up against her. Oh no! I, I mean, I, I, I didn't see it like that. that. I would just see that like, oh, babe, can you just hand me this prop? Yeah, like, that that that's just and, and Jada was the front, or you know, a mate to yeah. You know, will you do it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I didn't detect anything like that. Um, I have to say, last week. Jinx did go, guys, sewing is my only weakness. Yeah, I would yeah. also say lip syncing may not, also be a weakness. Not not her best. Not not she's she's not that's not where she comes alive, I don't think. No, I don't think so. And I think like the Adele one she did was fun because it's a character and she was giving us the quotation marks and you know, she was yeah. able to get into it. But also Trinity's weight was falling off. So like it also helped. Come on. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I wonder will that be an issue for her down the line? I feel you could really see a bit of a deflation in Raja watching because yes. I because I was I kept you know when it went to the group and I think because and like Shay was kind of singing along and dark, you know clapping and clicking and stuff and Monet and then Raja was kind of sat quite demure yeah um, which I kind of felt her like. Oh, frustration yeah, frustration mm. and yeah disappointment or whatever so again my heart was just breaking for our girl <laughs> for our girl uh vivian wins uh mm. and wins her first i mean i know she won 1500 in that wheel last week but this yeah, is the first yeah. time she's actually won money on drag race for you know doing drag so yes. congrats <laughs> to her <laughs> and then she is given that stupid platinum plunger and mm. goes to block somebody and does a fake out looks like she's gonna block jade but then blocks monet and monet yeah. is not furious not happy um <laughs> But I am thrilled that it didn't go in that pattern because I think then then just the plunger becomes pointless because mm. you just we're all just gonna get plunged if we win. So yes, we win twice was, in a row, but yeah. Yeah, so I'm really glad that um the pattern, the pattern has, has been broken and um and it kind of spices it up a bit and then you know that 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 that, that then the, the plunger gets a bit more interesting because you're like, okay, serious, you know, who's who should we go and get next week? Um, but yeah, Monet was not happy because they're friends as well. Like kind of, they've done all the sort of yeah, the, the Netflix stuff. When, stuff. When, yeah, when yeah, Monet yeah. was in the UK. So I mean, may, I mean, oh, I mean, oh, no, of course they haven't fallen out. It's all a game. But um, I was a bit like, oh, not you, mate. <laughs> but I feel we're we're getting full on petty bitch from Brooklyn Monet now, and I feel like this would be good. This might add an element of like fun drama for the rest of the season that like yeah. Monet is like Vivian has only one star Monet has like four and she's still blocking Vivian every yeah, week yeah 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 <laughs> which could be fun another conspiracy theory put forward by Bob the Dry Queen is would Vivian be able to block Jada even though Jada handed her the xylophone I think she I think she could I think Jada was willing yeah. to take the pat and the plunger off her like I thought Jada assumed she was going to get blocked yeah 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 and I, I, I truly think Jada was in the front row of yeah. the viewing 
bench. So she said, oh, can you just hand me this when I come and get it from you? Like, I feel, I feel it could have been anyone. Yeah, I'm not really buying into this big uh, big xylophone conspiracy. No, me neither. Who knows? Who knows what can come out of it? Uh, next week is the. Ro- it looks like a roast. It seems to be like a like a procession yeah, yeah, speech yeah, yeah. or something for a university. I'm going to guess it's some sort of stand up challenge. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see who does well. What I want to ask you though, which I think would be interesting, is if you put all the legendary legend stars aside and what the judges think, what would who what would how would you rate the queens in based on their performance so far this season? Who would be your top and who would be your bottom? Ooh. Um uh in um so my what do if you, like if a top you, if four you, and a bottom four yeah yeah well, that's all eight of them yeah but yeah <laughs> if um, you can do one yeah, through eight that's perfect yeah <laughs> i think i think uh for me jinx raja um and then maybe i do i think there's like a kind i, I don't think vivian's done great up until this week and I don't think Evie has really popped. I mean, obviously, they you know they haven't got got stars. Um, then you've got like Shay, who you almost assume is going to do really well, but like hasn't done maybe as well as we think, or mm-hmm. we, what or would assume. Agreed. Yeah. So, so maybe I'd say Jinx, Raja, probably Trinity. Agreed. Um, yeah. Jada, and then maybe Shay and Monet. Maybe we go Renee Shay and then Viv Evie. Okay, I'm very close to you. I mean, I, I, I came prepared. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I would have Trinity at the top because yeah. two great snatch games and a good design challenge and like hasn't really dropped the ball at all. I mean, it's won twice, yeah. I think, like, I think arguably she's actually doing the best, surprisingly. And then I definitely would put Raja. I think yeah. Raja, a brilliant design challenge, really good snatch games, good improv challenge. Like, I think yeah. those two are clearly the two are doing the best. You know, obviously Jinx is fantastic at comedy, but was the worst at the design challenge. Yeah, like, you're right. Notably. So uh those three seem to be the best. And then I'd have Jada fourth like yourself. Like I think Jada's doing really well. And then yeah. you kind of have a Shay, Monet, Viv, and Evie kind of kind of a toss up towards the end. So it's interesting and- because I definitely would have thought it would have been like a, a Shay Jinx battle to the crown. Right. And I think Jada also has quite a good chance of winning stars because she's less of a target. I feel like you're going to try and plunge Shay and Jinx and um, Trinity. They're quite obvious choices, whereas Jada might slip through and just like collect a few more stars and get that like fourth spot. Or, I mean, or third or second spot in the in like the top. Yeah, I like that. Out of the four plunged, or is it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, four times people people have been plunged so far. Like two of them have actually been blocked from winning a star, which I think is is interesting. Yeah, and I think yeah. Monet Monet has a good chance of Doing winning well next, next week, week, I think, and she yeah, might get yeah. blocked as well. So that might make her even more furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's exciting to see. Uh, before I let you go, how has the how's the jubilee been? We've seen a lot of it over here in Ireland. Has it been everything's cracked up to be? Um, I haven't partaken in too okay. many Jubilee events, but I have enjoyed the four-day weekend. Um, of course. It has been very busy. Um, lots of people seem to be very happy and waving lots of flags. Um, and it has been it was lovely to have um, Thursday and Friday uh, off. <laughs> off work. That was great. 
But um, okay. no, lots of people seem very happy. As I said, I've I've enjoyed. I went to a festival yesterday because you were at Mighty Hoopla, right? So yeah, I went to Mighty Hoopla. I went for a barbecue on Friday. Um, didn't didn't get too personally. Didn't get too deep into the jubilee celebrations. But my friend my friend did and um, said the parade or and the show the, sort of, <laughs> the, show, the show the parade on Thursday was amazing. the runway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If, yeah, you're, I, if you're a royalist it's been wonderful. wonderful i wouldn't consider myself that so okay. it's, there we go <laughs> i've obviously been doing this show too long because i accidentally called it the platinum juju bee during the week yeah, so no. <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what it is i think that's yeah i think so it. right yeah. she's been this is her 70th uh, franchise of, of, of drag race so you know that's worth celebrating <laughs> yeah um chris hall thank you so much for joining us let people know where they can find you their tiktok and your instagram and your upcoming shows all that sort of stuff yeah um you can find me at uh christopher hall um if you just type in it's got an x instead of the i so if you just type in chrx i think i'm usually quite near the top of that search um search uh category um and you find me on instagram and tiktok um i'm going to edinburgh this summer um to a stand-up show with mark butterston mark butterston who is at puffsaros on um everything instagram and tiktok um doing some shows in london and manchester before that so uh, come see That's it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back with you next Monday for the next episode of All Star 7. And for those of you who are joining us in the workroom on Thursday, you'll be getting our final recap of Drag Race España Season 2. It's been a really good season. I'm looking forward to seeing which queen gets crowned. Uh, But until then, I will see you. Love you. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.